Welcome to Stacking M's, the podcast where we talk about marketing, money, and mindset because stacking millions won't happen without a consistent focus on those things. My name is Tara Payton. I'm a marketing expert and coaching consultant who spent 14 years working with major corporations and Fortune 500 companies, helping them with their marketing to make them millions. So this podcast is a place for me to help product-based and consumer business owners like you learn how to optimize your marketing to make more, learn how to leverage your money, and how to invest to grow your business. Also, we're talking about how to make sure your mindset is always elevating so you can actually enjoy this ride. Turn up the volume, prepare to take some notes, and get ready to really stack those M's. Welcome to the Stacking M's podcast with me, Tara Payton, marketing consultant and business coach. And we focus on marketing, money, and mindset here on this podcast. Today, what I'm going to be talking to you about is this whole notion of competition and comparison, okay? So a lot of people get into business, or maybe you've been in business for a little while, and it's sort of inevitable, especially with the way social media is set up nowadays. Everything is so blatant and in your face, or you just consistently see some of the same messages over and over and over again from different brands. And those brands may be competitive brands. They may be brands that you um, look to for inspiration. And that is not necessarily a bad thing to know who your competitors are and to look for brands for inspiration. But there is this thin line when you are doing those things where you start to compete with those brands and you start to compare your brand to their brand. And that then turns into copying. So I want to talk about some of the do's and don'ts of uh, looking at the competitive landscape, understanding it, some of the things that you should do instead, and also how to take what you are seeing other brands doing and turning that into value for your customers that is going to turn into more revenue. So let's jump into it. The first thing I will say is it is absolutely important to understand who your competitors are. You want to know who is out there, right? I used to, when I used to work in sales, one of the brands that I worked with, um, we would always ask, you know, who do you, who do you consider a competitor? And their response to me was, we don't have any competitors. And I will say that that is a mistake, right? So you should absolutely understand who your competitors are because if not, what can happen is they can quickly overtake you. You kind of become arrogant if you feel like you don't have any competitors and you start to do things that are not resonant with your customers, with your brand, with your values, because you're not aware of what's happening in the space. So absolutely know who your competitors are, the top three to five max. And when I talk about knowing who your competitors are, it's primarily about understanding their positioning and what they're doing wrong right? It's not looking to them to see what they're posting or what sales they're running or what their strategy is. It's looking to find the cracks in what they're doing and taking that and turning it around and making your brand better and or addressing those pain points that they're not addressing for their customers so that when customers come to your brand, those pain points are addressed. And I have an example for you on when that was done really well. 
um, with a brand that you may or may not have heard of, but I'll share that a little later. So what you um, do not want to do, right? And I've talked about this a little bit. You don't need to be checking out their captions. You don't need to check out, um, you know, their emails and you, and you want to be very careful when you are starting to look at brands. If you are on their email list, if you, um, are looking at their social media, because I know a lot of strategists out there and, uh, business coaches will say, Oh, okay, look at your competitors, see what they're doing. But what tends to happen is you'll just copy and paste. You'll copy their email. You'll try to use it for your brand and it doesn't work. Or you'll try to copy their caption. You may change a few words here or there and it doesn't work. And that's because it comes back to who are you speaking to? Who's your target audience? The things that they are doing may not resonate with your customers and your ideal customer because they're talking to someone very different from who you are talking to in your brand. So be very careful about, again, getting that inspiration and looking and seeing what competitors do versus copying. So you absolutely do not want to copy. Hey, real quick, it's Tara. I want to interrupt this episode to help you with something I hear from my community far too often. I get constant emails, DMs, and messages from e-commerce and product-based founders that are struggling with how to properly market their brands online for growth. Because thus far, they've posted online, they've told their friends and family, but they're not having any luck. So I decided to do something about it, and I put together a free gift for you. It's called the Profitable Marketing Playbook. Inside the playbook, you're going to learn what it takes for your brand to win online, the action steps that you need to take to create marketing campaigns that are going to get you paid. You'll even get access to the same framework that we use with my clients in order to consistently grow their visibility and sales. The playbook also includes a checklist because I know some of y'all love your checklist. And inside this checklist, it's going to show you what to spend most of your time focused on. And it will cover the metrics that you need to monitor for each of your campaigns so you know if you're getting a good return. I know that you're tired of struggling with sales and you're ready to grow your brand so you can finally experience double digit growth. So right now, I want you to go to www.profitablemarketingplaybook.com or scroll down to the show notes now to grab your free copy today. Another thing that I will say is it is very easy to get caught up on social media and seeing brands um, do very well and be very successful. But I always impart this to my customers, my, my clients and my students whenever I'm working with them. Just because you see a brand doing really well on social media or out in the public, you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. So I always think about you know, does this brand, you, you really don't know if this brand is taking on debt in order to be successful or in order to be perceived as successful, right? They could be in severe debt. There have been major brands that have sold to larger companies that we may not have thought would sell to larger companies, but what it really comes down to is they've been over leveraged, right? They've borrowed too much money. So you'll see the successes of them, but you don't know what they had to pay in order to get to that level of success, in order to reach that level of success. So it's sort of like couple goals, right? Hashtag couple goals is the thing on social media. 
And I always say to people, be careful whose couple goals you are aspiring to because you don't know what's going on in their house. It's the same thing with product-based brands, with e-commerce brands, with consumer brands. You don't know what's going on in anybody's house. So why copy them, right? You don't know what it took for them to get to the place where they're at. You don't know what it is taking for them to get to the place where they're at. And you don't know what they're sacrificing. So be very careful and cautious about trying to copy and or compete with these brands when you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Another thing that happens, and this can happen when you're consuming too much of social media, you're consuming too much of other brands, you start to lose creativity. And this is what happens when you find yourself like, oh, I'll just take that email, or I'll just take that caption, or I'll just run that sale that they ran. It's because you're consuming too much. You're not looking at um, social and marketing from the standpoint of a marketer or a CEO and a founder of your business. Instead, you're looking at it from a consumer standpoint and you're just consuming and being poured into. And those messages that are pouring into you are robbing you of being an actual creative. And that is what actually led you to your brand in the first, first place, right? Your ideas, your um, thoughts, the reason why you created your products, why you created your brand, that all came from you. At least I hope it all came from you, right? And not someone else. So you have to make sure that you are balancing yourself and bringing yourself back to that place where you can tap into your own creativity and you're not feeling blocked, right? So if you are um, listening or watching this now and you are saying, wow, I have really creatively been blocked for a period of time, it's probably because you're consuming too much and you're consuming too many of your competitors or people that you look to for inspiration and air quotes. Um, and so you kind of have to back off, unfollow those brands, unsubscribe from their email list. You're not getting anything of value from them because those things that you're taking again from them are not for you and your target customer. So I want to take you all through an example of a brand that, and I always give this example of a brand that took what they saw their competitor doing very poorly and they turned it around. So if you haven't guessed it by now, that brand is Netflix. And so the founder of Netflix was very fed up with all of the late fees that Blockbuster had. And y'all already know Blockbuster is out of business because of it. The founder of Netflix took that weakness, right? He was very keenly aware of who the competitor was. He knew what they were doing poorly. And he took that as an opportunity to create a similar business, but the delivery of the product was very different, right? So when he looked at the competitor, when he was looking at Blockbuster, it was from the standpoint of how can I do this differently to serve essentially the same audience that Blockbuster is serving, but do it in a way that it eliminates all the problems and all the pain points that I have experienced, that other people have experienced, right? So again, it goes back to if you're looking at competitors, if you're comparing yourself, first of all, stop comparing, right? You should only be comparing your brand to where it was a year before, a month before, right? If you've been in business for less than a year and stop competing. It really is um, robbing you of the creativity and 
you're losing time because you're not spending the time in your business focused on how to make your brand, your products and things better for your customers, not somebody else's customers. So that is the episode that I wanted to share, the information that I wanted to share today. I hope you enjoyed it. If there are any questions, definitely let us know. But again, remember, shut down the social media sometimes, unsubscribe, unfollow, do all the things that are going to get you back into a place where you can be creative so that you're not competing and comparing with other brands. See y'all later.